0: You're listening
1: to The Magnet Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Magnet Theater Podcast. This is Alex Marino. I am sitting across the table from a very nervous-looking Emily Shapiro. Hi. <laughs> uh, welcome, Emily.
0: Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Uh,
1: are Are you nervous?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling, uh, I feel a little giddy right now, <laughs> just <laughs> oh, probably from fine. just sitting at a table with you.
1: Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's very really sweet. Um, well, if, uh, if people know two things about Emily Shapiro, it's that you do improv and uh, you do yoga. <laughs> Fair? Yeah.
0: yeah, true, true. <laughs> There's truth to that.
1: Um, uh, you're in the wrath. You've sat in with Kiss Punch Poem a number of times. Um, and you also go to Costa Rica like a million times a year.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Those things are true. Uh, I don't go to Costa Rica a million times a year. I go, though. I do go.
1: Um, so when you, when you go to Costa Rica, like, is that, do you typically teach while you're there or? Uh,
0: I do teach. I teach. Uh, well, I started going, that's where I did my yoga certification. So I kept going back to get more certifications and. Um, eventually started leading yoga retreats and what we do together yeah. yoga and comedy retreats, which mm-hmm. are the best things uh actually, my proudest accomplishment right there those retreats oh really yoga and comedy retreats yeah yeah
1: they 're super fun and uh like that came about because you were doing these retreats with a friend uh or uh, uh and then she sort of like spun off on her own. Yeah. She
0: wanted to do a different kind of retreat and I thought, well, what would go great with yoga? (laughs) (laughs) My other favorite thing in the world, improv comedy. So we do, as you know, we do yoga classes in the morning and improv comedy classes in the afternoon. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a, it's a feel good, a very feel good experience. Yeah. So doing two things that are very, uh, wonderful for your soul and, Doing them in a place like Costa Rica, where it's beautiful and you know there are monkeys around you, and yeah. nature, and the the water's warm, and so it's a good, it's a really good thing. It's a lot, it's it's a lot of work to put together, yeah, but um, it's a very rewarding thing.
1: Yeah, definitely, because it's also there's so much downtime. Like it's <laughs> a little bit of it's a little like because yeah, there's a couple hours of yoga, there's a couple hours of improv, and then just hanging out.
0: Yeah, Uh, I don't think uh, you want to plan too too much stuff when you're out there. You want to give people the time to to do their own thing, and everyone does their own thing. Some people just like to sit by the pool or you know on the beach the whole day. Other people want to take surf lessons or go ziplining or go on monkey tours, which is what you do. Yeah,
1: the the monkey retreat. The uh, um, uh, what is it, Cebu?
0: I don't know. You always go. I don't (laughs) go where a monkey just sits on you.
1: Yeah. Have you, have you never been there? Mm-mm. Oh, you've got to go. It's great. It's run by this like hippie couple up in the, up in the Hills. And they sort of like uh, show you all of their like self-sustaining uh, like plants that keep them alive. <laughs> uh, and then all of the monkeys that they've rescued from, uh, from injury by the encroachment of man uh, and guilt you into donating. But th- but you get to play with monkeys.
0: <laughs> the best yes (laughs) it's better than that (laughs) nothing
1: um yeah awesome so what what um what compelled you to to get your yoga certification like what started you down that path
0: uh well i was doing i was health coaching for a while and um i guess just on this like i went to school for acting and we do uh You have to do this – you have to take movement classes. And my teacher, Faye Simpson, that I know a lot of actors probably in the city have taken her classes, Uh, you do a lot of chakra work in your movement classes, Mm -hmm. which are the energy centers of the body. And there is a lot of yoga intertwined with that work. Um, and I th- I think that this stuff also has a lot to do with comedy, kind of understanding your characters and yeah. creating characters based on, like, how they hold themselves, what's going on in their lives. I actually see yoga, comedy, and comedy acting, and just, like, wellness in general very linked together. Yeah, they um, seem to be. Just kind of why we are the way that we are. And, um what feels good yeah you're
1: and that that was something that surprised me when we started doing these uh retreats um because when when you said like hey do you want to teach improv at this yoga retreat uh i think like from my own cynical and very ignorant mind was like yeah we can bullshit away that that goes together uh (laughs) but like as we started talking i was like holy shit these really do go together um like a lot of a lot of that stuff like how you know uh how your body is connected to your emotion and how like coming into a scene with an emotion like affects everything in the way that uh, uh the way that your posture is the way that your character sort of behaves and the way that your mind actually operates within the confines of that scene you know um uh how you can really build characters from the inside out that way
0: yeah i mean i've always been um kind of a character driven performer Definitely. and um, I think it's important for your characters to kind of like have, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like you want to be able to say like two sentences and have the audience and your, your partners in the scene kind of like know exactly where your character's from and like where they're coming from. And like you can build a very colorful scene and um, have these really colorful relationships just based on like how you say something yeah, or, um, how your body is kind of looking. And, um, I, I, to me, that's the most pleasurable way to play in improv is to just be, um, a character who's, who's very deeply, uh, involved or feeling a very specific kind of way about whatever situation they're in and a, about uh the other person who's in the scene with them and i think comedic stuff happens naturally because interactions are are generally funny or 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 i don't think it's my goal ever to go out there and play and be like i'm just gonna crack everybody up it's more like i want to go out there and and have the audience like care about yeah. my characters, um, or have them feel something. It's right. like I think that there are so many different, uh, there's so many different kinds of comedy, yeah. You know, like you don't have to be like uh, rolling on the ground, you know, laughing in order to be affected and to and to find like you know a funny moment and to, Certainly. I don't know. I don't know, I've totally steered away from yoga and into comedy, <laughs> which is okay with me. If you want to keep talking no, about yoga, we can talk about. It. <laughs> well, we can. Yeah, we can go.
1: But, we can go down this. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll wind and curve, and yeah. we'll find our way back. Because I mean, you're right. They are. I feel like they are all, all very connected. Um, you know, and and what you were just saying about like, uh, yeah, because that's always a tricky thing, especially when you're first getting into improv. Is um, you know, uh, learning sort of how to embody your idea rather than just sort of like pitch it. Like, uh, uh, without coming out and being like, here we are at the Starbucks uncle, we're going to get you a job because you know, like having to lay down this like heavy premise, um, uh, with your words, like, like you're saying, like if you uh, getting into your body and getting into like an emotion or like a point of view of a character and being able to just step into that, it's a lot easier to communicate so much more, uh, because we're sort of like wired to Intuit a lot of that like you come at me With a kind of energy all I have to do Is respond to that energy right um, And I'll actually pick up a lot more Of your idea than if I'm like Listening and trying to like intellectually process the words that you're saying to me and try to figure out what the yeah. game that you're going for is or what the right. premises is that like, I
0: really don't, I don't, Wait,
1: you said what? Right. I don't, yeah. I
0: don't play like that. I, I have a hard time. You know, it's more like, sure. like I want to come out and just like have us feel something together, like this moment yeah. together as opposed to like, Oh, can I come up with a real clever thing to say here right. or like, um, I just I have a hard time with that, you know, yeah. like the gamey to me like I I I see game as like a character thing and like a journey and you Absolutely. know heightening and all that stuff, yeah. you know, but I'm, I I think that there's so much humor and an enjoyment to be found in just two people connecting with each other and you know it, it's not it doesn't have to be dramatic. I mean it's not going to be dramatic when right. you're doing an improv show. It's going to be Um, you know, it can be, yeah, it can be, you (laughs) know, of course, and then like all of a sudden these ridiculous moments come out. Yeah, I don't know. I just really, I try to like feel something. I just try to come out and do something, like um, have. I don't know i don't know like i, I don't know it, maybe it's because uh, branson reese coaches the wrath right now and, he, mm-hmm. and he's like he gives us total permission to just start a scene with with an emotion and like that's so perfect yeah. for like the way that i like to play because i can just come out and be like oh or yeah. you know like or cracking up hysterically or crying you know and, yeah. and just come out feeling something as opposed to like i'm gonna come out and i'm gonna mime something i'm gonna mime making a hamburger and <laughs> which i would just do so terribly and like or i because i'm really bad at miming but you know like coming out and like oh i'm just gonna uh, you know set the scene up. and there is there's so much to that of course um just for me personally i'd rather come out and just like be in a moment of feeling something yeah and then thank god for the for the wrath teammates like i i'm so grateful for this team because they'll come out and they'll just support like whatever it is that's happening they'll come out and feel right back yeah. You know, and I never feel like a choice that I make is just like the dumb choice. Right. You know, because it's like whatever's happening, um, it's out there and your team, you know, won't let you down. I know my team, they never let me down. I'm, I love that. Te- I yeah. love that team. And boy, so, that does make a
1: difference, you know, like being able to having the freedom to like throw something out there and trust that someone's going to grab it and, and run with it. Um, and not have to like enter a scene with like a little bit of trepidation of like, is this okay? <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, that, that makes, that makes all the difference. Cause I know for myself, like I'm, uh, uh, that playing from an emotional place and just going out there with just whatever, like, um, I know, I know because I've seen it and because I've done it, I know that it works and that my brain will catch up to mm-hmm. that. Like you make those, you make those moves. And even if you don't understand why, even if the information isn't there yet, uh, your brain will figure it out on the fly. Um, and that can be very rewarding. Um, that's, that's something that I, uh, doesn't come instinctually to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in the same way that it it does to you, like, uh, you do seem to like play very much from, uh, uh, from your viscera, from your, from your heart chakra, from your gut chakra, (laughs) <laughs> uh uh I'm much more I'm so much more a head chakra I think, well, I think most of the I think a lot time. of
0: improvisers are or yeah. head our head chakra <laughs> focused players Yeah. Um yeah. uh
1: but yeah it's it can be super rewarding to sort of like circumvent that and try to like and that's been and actually the those that terminology of chakra has been uh, a very easy way to sort of approach and access that um even if I don't understand like so much of the philosophy behind it like mm-hmm. it makes sense to me of like oh yeah you have all of these different chakras um if you feel like you're playing from like one place a lot switch to another chakra see what it's like playing from your gut from your heart from your head from your balls or if you're a lady from your lady balls <laughs> uh you know like what is what does that oh, yeah. feel like very what different kinds of
0: characters like? for sure very
1: different kinds of characters i feel
0: i was i was thinking like before we did this like oh the kinds of characters that i generally play and I I never play like doctors or you know scientists <laughs> you know I'm just, talking about my wheelhouse or now. or yeah. I'm like the doctor or the scientist who's like in love with their <laughs> right. you know whoever's around yeah. like I uh, I just don't ever, if I'm if I'm the boss I'm like the lady boss who's coming <laughs> into like I don't know. Some, stick my tongue all over Steven Slate's <laughs> face, which I've which I've done before, who's a member of the Wrath. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't know. Like I'll just I don't know. I, I'm not like a heady player. You right. know, I can be like a high status player, but it's usually just to like get a man (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: which is super valuable it's super valuable to have like uh to have like a little bit of everything you know um uh uh, because i definitely like i feel that with i feel that with laser too and i think over the years we've gotten really good at being able to sort of like fill those roles as the show needs Mm -hmm. like um anyone can sort of be, like, the the cat wrangler, which sort of lets everyone else be as crazy as they want to be or, like, uh, as big and broad and emotional as they want to be. Like, uh, uh, from show to show, it will change sometimes. Like, we all sort of have the way that we tend to play. Um, but there have definitely been shows where it's, like, Cordy's the anchor or Dave's the anchor or like Alan's the anchor and the rest of us get to be like bonkers as we want to be.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) uh, which is so nice. Like it's, it's, uh, it's really helpful to be, uh, with a group of people that can recognize that and be like, cool, this is the one, this is the one where I'm, (laughs) I'm the dad. Right. <laughs> you guys go play, yeah. uh, and uh, we'll we'll keep we'll keep this yeah. at least a little bit on the rails.
0: Well, I I try to think about characters that I don't play so much. Like so, I I do these one woman shows um, under the name Emily is a character. Yeah. And so in writing those shows, I uh, try to think about characters that I don't normally play. That's great. Um usually they all just end up being pretty delusional i, I think right. that my go-to character is like sweet and delusional um <laughs> like it's like oh i love that person because i feel bad for them <laughs> you know so i mean it's it's always there like oh i'm gonna play the the boss lady or i'm gonna play even though i've already talked about the boss lady now right or i don't know like um well there's the, the surfer dude or whatever just like different kinds of characters i don't
1: know yeah well there was a uh the favorite at least last year at costa rica was the crooner character the the louise louise yeah uh that's always
0: well that that sketch was written for the sketch team that i was on breakfast for dinner mm-hmm. and um i don't know i i almost feel like i wrote that sketch with the song in mind hmm. first oh louise i'm begging you please i not on my knees i can't believe i just did that but um <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you would <laughs> <laughs> I'm, very pr- I'm very proud of that little song <laughs> but um do,
1: do you want to can can you sing can you sing it
0: it's uh <laughs> <laughs> oh Louise, I'm begging you please, I'm down on my knees, oh Louise, I'm in love with you so, but you'll never know till you come down the one down now. All right, that's just part of it. But here, but it was so it was so fun with breakfast for dinner because I also wrote it in mind for like Alana Cornfeld being a Louise in a window, just being like, oh my God, you crazy person, go away. Right. And then I was like, oh, Branson, and Reese and I are going to sing this song together. And we're going to be wearing the same outfits with the little <laughs> white hats with the red, white and blue, you know, and then right. I was like, I'm going to get everyone on breakfast for dinner singing this song. So like, so the sketch went out and like, we were all, basically all of breakfast for dinner, were like singing this song and like made the sketch into louise day like singing for <laughs> louise and yeah well I, I it was it was like a dream come true i'd yeah. say like doing stuff like that and dancing on stage um i also like to do these dance numbers like um i love choreographing dances to songs that i love yeah. um and also i always choreograph them for branson <laughs> this is like i keep talking about branson he is he's like my muse um (laughs) but um yeah so dancing on stage and singing on stage those are like being able to do that that's a dream come true for me i guess i guess if you're a musical theater kind of person which i'm not really i just was raised with musical theater so i have like a very deep appreciation for them um So I'm, I'm not really, I'm not at all a singer as you probably could just tell, but I'm like a character singer. Like my favorite roles were like Bernadette Peters as the witch and into the woods and Angela Lansbury as in, um, Sweeney Todd. Like I loved Miss Hannigan and Annie, like those kinds of characters, you know, like real character ladies. So like, I love being able to write stuff where I can get a piece of that without being cast or not being cast in a musical because yeah. I don't think I would ever <laughs> really be cast in a musical. Yeah. I auditioned in college for musicals and did not get cast.
1: Well, that's one of the but things too <laughs> that I love about like doing, uh, doing theater and doing comedy kind of like on this level is like, um, uh, you know, invisibility is a superpower. Like the fact that we're yeah. sort of like under the radar means we can do anything. Uh, like you write shit for yourself, put yeah, it up there, like work on it, and uh uh anything you wanna do, like anything you wanna do, yeah. do it,
0: yeah, well, that's what's been really nice about the magnet, too is I feel like we've been given a lot of permission to you know find the comedy stuff that we individually love, yeah, you know um and I feel like I've been able to do all sorts of different kinds of comedy here at the magnet, you know, like. Um, me and Angela Demanti have our, our, our duo, the weird sisters, just sketch duo that you actually helped to put together yeah. years and years and years and years ago. And when, and this was like before sketch there, I don't think there was a ton of sketch stuff happening when we first started doing this. And no. we were just writing these sketches based on uh, improv scenes that we were doing together. Like we both have like dark curly hair and are both, kind of weird yeah. you know so it just made sense to have this duo and like i feel like we were able to put stuff on stage you know that i, I don't know that we hadn't seen, i don't know i felt like the magnet gave us permission to just kind of go for it yeah you know and and i get i think about this a lot i know i heard peter McNerney once say in a class he's like you have to just go for it just like go like do it go over the top and just you know have these moments like, yeah but i'm also somebody who will actually kiss somebody on stage i will actually slap somebody on stage like right. and if you want to slap me back great like you can pick me up you can you know you can drag me on the floor like throw somebody on the, like actually yeah. do that stuff like pile on top of each other and like don't <laughs> hold back you know it's fun when it just like you have to go for it and yeah i'm, I'm like jumping from thing to thing but sure. i'm just like kind of thinking about um all these i don 't know nice moments that have happened over the years at the magnet for me, so
1: yeah, it really is that sense of like um, uh, you can try anything, try anything, see what works, yeah. uh, see what doesn 't work, why doesn 't it work? try it again, yeah. uh, you know like uh, uh, there is there's a lot of there 's a lot of freedom and a lot of excitement in that um, oh my
0: God, whiskey tango Foxtrot. shot oh yeah, uh, that was <laughs> one of my favorite performance opportunities I got to dance to a George, to my all-time favorite George Michael song <laughs> I used to I used to dance to George Michael's too funky um, as as a girl like all the time and yeah. then as an adult I got to dance to it on the stage <laughs> it was a dream come true thank you whiskey tango foxtrot thank Absolutely. you magnet theater <laughs> uh,
1: pour wine all over me as I poured ball. wine all
0: over you I Put I put a pie in your did I put a pie on your face? I don't I know. think
1: I think you tried to feed me something at some point and it <sighs> got all
0: over you. Tremendous experience and I couldn't get my shirt off over my head which was which was fine. It's hilarious you too. Try, like it Yeah. Made, yeah. My character was very awkwardly trying to strip and and that and the fact that I could not get my shirt off over my head was perfect. Was just perfect, you yeah. know, It's like it's, it's not really that funny. Stripping isn't that funny. Not being able to get your shirt off over your head actually is funny.
1: Genuinely funny. (laughs) Uh,
0: All while doing it to George Michael's Too Funky. funky.
1: And like trying to like playing like basically a kid, like trying to be cool.
0: Yeah, I was trying to dance provocatively. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Um, But yeah, and I remember like, and that's the other thing too, is like the people that you find kind of along the way. Uh, and I was surprised that it took you and Angela as long as it did to, for you to like finally start working on shit together. Cause like, I remember I had you in the one level one that I taught, uh, I don't think I've taught any other level ones. That was like, I think I had to fill in for Ed, um, cause he got like a legitimate job uh, at an ad firm, uh, selling gum to teenagers or something and uh uh i had to i had to step in and like film for the class and within like the first couple of weeks i was seeing angela at the time like came home and was like uh there's a there's an oddball in this class that you need to meet and just do everything with Uh, you would love each other yeah that was Uh,
0: 2006 yeah and we've been such good friends ever since we're starting to film sketches now that we have written in the past oh fantastic i just I adore her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Alex, for bringing us together. (laughs) I mean,
1: it was because then it wasn't until like because you guys got on Fuka together, and then Mm -hmm. all of those scenes that you did within those were just like it was like finding a deer in the woods. Like, nobody touched this scene. Like, just let this happen. (laughs) What is this? Uh, Like, the two of you played differently together than you played with anyone else on that team. Uh, and then, yeah, like when you finally started doing the weird sisters together, it was like such a such a great fit and oh, yeah. uh, made so much sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, It was like I, I feel like she's one of my soulmates for sure. Yeah. There's something that that really is sweet when we come together. It's We do these uh, impersonations of Sir Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. And oh, that <laughs> came from that came from. Uh, Fuka playing party quirks, <laughs> and I got Ian McKellen. Um, I am a very big Lord of the Rings fan, yeah. but I, besides Lord of the Rings and the fact that Sir Ian McKellen dates s- s- these fine young gentlemen, I know nothing about. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> so I really created my Ian McKellen based on those two things. And Angela, right. I don't know she she does a Patrick Stewart impersonation that's that's wonderful i don't know you know how that started but like yeah uh, and then you, i think you encouraged us to to just to just play as these people
1: yeah and let's just let's just see them hanging out because yeah. you know they hang out yeah. i mean clearly they do a lot of like uh then after that like all the photos started
0: coming out yeah. of them
1: like around new york was, together I mean, and, yeah
0: that was probably 2008 or something yeah that we put those started writing those sketches and so you can Yeah, you can watch the Sir Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Sir's Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart go bowling. You can find that. Oh, is that on YouTube? Is that on YouTube now? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we also have Road Trip and um we did that one in a Weird Sister show and we have Sir Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart um sleepover party. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh you realize it's only a matter of time before one of the sirs finds one of these videos.
0: We can, I mean, we hope we hope <laughs> we were just always worried that Saturday night live would do something, you know? <laughs> sure. So glad that they haven't yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when, when you say, when you say you love Lord of the Rings, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got to go off on this. Um, was that is that like uh, like from Back with the Books or? What? Well, I've
0: read the books, but I've but I loved the movies so much mm-hmm. that I pro- I probably saw Fellowship in the theaters like 15 times. Wow! Because every time I met somebody who like hadn't seen it mm-hmm. that I was close to, I was like, "Whoa, we got to go see it!" Yeah. And I feel like Fellowship was in the theaters for over a year. Like it was doing really. Yeah. I think it was in the, it was in the theaters for a long time. It and was for a long time. Yeah. I just, uh, Oh God, was so obsessed. Like everything. I have Smeagol tattooed on my ankle. The really? name, the name, not his portrait. Right. So <laughs> yes, I'm a very big Lord of the Rings fan. Um,
1: it's, it's weird to me that, uh, you mentioned that Branson Reese is your muse because someone, I'm not going to say who, cause I don't want to embarrass them. Um, but hadn't met branson saw him on stage was trying to um refer to something he had done in a scene and they were like uh, who's that guy he's like um he's like tall he's like skinny and it's like referring to the wrath it's like i don't know there's a bunch of like tall skinny guys he's not on
0: the wrath uh
1: what was it then it was something he it was it's some show where there were like a bunch of tall like skinny okay. guys that like <laughs> that could be anyone's like tall skinny like um uh looks like a looks like teenage Smeagol. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I don't know if you would take that as a compliment. Um, I think
1: I told him, and I think he did. Oh, okay. Uh, I hope he did. Like it was meant as a compliment. Like it's also like no, like handsome, like a like a good looking like before before yeah, a good looking like teenage um like in his in his like green salad days. I'd
0: like I'd like to think if I if I were a boy, I'd probably be (laughs) like Branson reese
1: Well, I mean, we both just
0: kind of like. We, like, dance the same, and I don't know. We're into the same You're both, music. We're both Muppets. We're both little Muppety. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that. Cool. That's that, Branson.
1: Um, who do you identify most with in uh, in Lord of the Rings? Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just because of, like, the physicality? Because of uh, the... Because
0: so... I don't know sweetly <laughs> sad <laughs> it's all my characters <laughs> Fair enough. know sweetly sad
1: um <laughs> uh, so you're going back to costa rica in a couple of weeks is that right yeah uh that's, <laughs> said that with such a dread
0: yeah i mean I, this is my sixth this is my sixth time going back and it's it's a wonderful thing. It's it's a beautiful place. The weather is beautiful, but it it, it creates a tremendous amount anxi- of anxiety. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I leave a lot of things, and sure. you know, it's it's there's a level of discomfort in that, right? You know, and then my hope is that when I come back, that I'm coming back feeling excited and rejuvenated, and right. you know, it's you know, it's an interesting life to to set up for yourself where you can leave someplace for an extended period of time but there there are certainly pros and cons to oh, it, certainly, yeah. you know and i think that there's something to consider in that like leaving leaving new york city in the winter time is to to go to a place that is warm right and beautiful is is a dream yeah. you know but to have set up that life has not been easy sure yeah um so i
1: imagine i imagine that definitely like limits the kinds of things you can get involved with or like really commit to sure Uh, does and like uh you know the kind of like even something like the weird sisters or something like that like it's such a pain in the ass scheduling any schedules you know like uh and getting shit on board with that but also like knowing that okay for this chunk of time This, like, fairly long chunk of time, yeah. Uh, uh, it's gonna be completely off the uh, off the table,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice. What's really nice is when you guys come out there, yeah, because that place is filled with yogis and surfers, and you know, which is fine, but is it, but (laughs) it's okay, it's okay, you know, but when but when your people come out there, like, when. And you've seen this, like when you guys come out there, I am in tears. Yeah. I am like hysterically <laughs> crying right? because not only do I get to share that place with, with you guys, but it feels like home is there, yeah. you know, like just your, your people, you know, your silly, lovable, you know, colorful people, you yeah. know, like your tribesmen, you know, yeah, it's totally. so. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> it's so it's it's overwhelming, right. but it's very wonderful because that place, like your brain, just kind of fries when you're out there. I'll bet. Yeah, you know, it's hard to it's hard to write. It's hard to be creative out there. Huh. I mean, I would love. I guess, like the dream would be to have, you know, some kind of comedy theater out there. Sure. I mean, they in a town like that, you go there and you're like, yeah, yeah, I I, I would move here, but what what could I do here that this town doesn't already have? Yeah a comedy theater a
1: comedy theater and a bar that takes or. less than 12 minutes to get a <laughs> bottled beer <laughs>
0: yeah everyone's moving very slowly
1: very slowly yeah
0: it's you know like <laughs> there isn't that much to do out there right. you know when it comes to like evening activities and i think because there are so many people moving out there with with children and just there's so many different ages of people out there. So I think right. across the board, some kind of comedy theater would be a gift to everyone in the town. Certainly. You know, like when we do our shows, so we do we do a comedy show in Costa mm-hmm. Rica and we do it in a boxing ring. Which is awesome. Because that's the only place where you can have like a, you know, there are actually lights and yeah. and kind of this stadium not stadium seating but like you know yeah like bleachers bleachers yeah. <laughs> exactly you know and and i i just think the town gets a real kick out of it i mean everyone in the town is like are the comedians coming are the comedians coming right you know i know. definitely
1: get the impression though that um uh y- a-, a comedy theater would only be able to be open like one day a month <laughs> like <laughs> there just wouldn't be uh, cause everyone else, like there is this sort of sense of like, Oh, this thing's new. This is great. Cool. Well, back to what I like, yeah. back, back to, back to staring at monkeys, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back to my surf lessons,
0: which is what you do or make a ton of friendship bracelets, which is what I got really into last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Mine, uh, mine did mine broke, uh, like a very, like all of a sudden. It was just like there one minute and then not. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I guess my my wish comes true. Is that what yeah, happens? Yeah, I
0: made a wish for you. And everyone who who got one.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, I I hope it came true. I feel like it uh uh yeah, there's been a lot of good stuff happening. So That's good. Maybe one of those things was something that you yeah. wished for um are you allowed to tell? Are you allowed to say it. Like, no. Otherwise, it won't come true. Yeah. Through? What if it now? What if? Okay. So what if you make a wish, uh, and then it already comes true, and then you find out that that was what the wish was? Does it retroactively become not true? Like, does it? I don't know how wishes work. I don't know is what I'm saying. <laughs> the physics of wishes elude me a little bit. <laughs> um. Cool. So you're gonna uh, you're gonna go back. You. You work while you're there, like you do have. Yeah, I teach. Yeah, at the at the institute, or I
0: teach for the institute. Yes. Cool. Yeah.
1: Help other people get their certification and stuff like that.
0: Uh, this year, I'm just teaching for them. Oh, cool. Yeah, they have a public space, and I have two retreats. So I have the yoga and comedy retreat, and then a just a yoga retreat. So that's that's life out there. Um, yeah, and that's then sweet. I'll come back, and hopefully. Write another show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play with the wrath. I love those guys. Know, do a bunch of weird sister stuff.
1: Yeah. How long has the wrath been together at this point?
0: We had our three year anniversary on Wednesday. That's I great. haven't been on the team the whole three years, but right. the, um, the team was created three years ago.
1: Cool. Yeah. How long have you been on the team?
0: I feel like over two years. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's like a while.
1: <laughs> um, what is, what is something, this is something that I'm always fascinated to hear, but like, what's something that, um, uh, you wish you knew before you started improv? Like when you first started getting into it, what is something that like, if you could sit uh younger Emily down, be like, all right, you're getting into this thing. What is, what is something that you wish you knew?
0: I guess it, to write it down, to like hmm. write down your improv stuff sooner you know like have a moment that you really if you've really enjoyed a scene that you did like write it down hmm. um have the guts to to perform more like yeah. find ways to just perform more all the time um it, this is an interesting question because i feel like you know and having you in level 1 i felt like the way that i wanted to be silly was encouraged So it's not like, you know, Emily, I wish that you would have been more like this. Right. You know, I felt very encouraged just to be strange and, you know, have a good time. Yeah. In my mind, like that's what this whole thing has always been about. Like comedy. I've always wanted to do comedy because it was just about something that felt so good. Right. And it's like if you ever find a time where it's not fun where it's not feeling good then I don't think then it's like, why are you doing it? Yeah you know i don't know like there has to be some kind of joy in it right you know at least that's my how i feel about about comedy and about improv like not only should it make you feel warm inside but like the the feeling that you get from making an audience laugh is unlike anything else yeah you know and just uh, to always have fun with it always have fun yeah you know, if you if you're put with players that you don't that you're not having a good time with because for whatever reason, your personalities don't, you know, fit well together, then then don't play with those people because then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Or the, I don't know, like find ways in comedy, just find things in comedy that are interesting to you. Yeah. You know, keep it interesting, keep it fresh.
1: <sighs> yeah. Cause I think, I think you're right. Like, I think, um, it's, it's really easy to sort of, uh, take that personally or, or worry that it's going to be taken personally. Um, if you try, you know, you try a group of people or whatever and it just doesn't work out, um, without realizing that like, uh, this doesn't mean that you don't get along outside or like off stage or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just for whatever reason, like you don't drive together on stage, um, And that does happen. Like there are times that I've uh, like gotten together with someone that I've really enjoyed. And like we enjoy spending time together, like get on stage and like try a two person thing or try like a little group of like other people. It's like, oh, we don't. (laughs) This is much harder than it should be. (laughs) This is way harder. And then like sometimes you're with like a like a ragtag group of people. That's like we're way better than we have any right to be Um, like so much of it seems random. Uh, uh, that like, I think, I think we could all sort of like benefit from a little bit of like, um, just that recognition of like, th- this doesn't, this doesn't, it's not the worst thing in the world of like, I don't enjoy playing with this person, yeah um, or with these people or whatever, or it's just not a good fit. You know,
0: I think I was really inspired a lot by like Bill and Ted and Wayne's <laughs> world <laughs> sure. and the golden girls. And I don't know what, you know, I don't know, like their personal chemistry, <laughs> off of you know you know behind the scenes but like I really was into the idea of like playing with your friends you know like and you're you're gonna get into trouble and things are (laughs) gonna happen but like you just want to create these relationships and have like such a good time yeah Yeah, you know like that's basically I just want to be a golden girl no I really (laughs) I uh,
1: which golden girl do you identify with
0: I'm probably Rose.
1: <laughs> she is the Smeagol of the golden Gate <laughs> The stupid sweet one, you know. <laughs> awesome. Um well yeah, like I think uh
0: uh Play with your friends, like have a good. T- I don't know, yeah. Like, no, oh, yeah, like growing a- up, I thought Bill and Ted was like the funniest thing. <laughs> like, I seriously, I, they could do no wrong. And then, and then when Wayne's World, when when that started happening, I was like, this is the funniest thing, you know. Right. Probably because they're both kind of rockers too. Like, sure. I was such a rock and roll kid. That's true. So
1: you were in a band.
0: Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was in punk rock bands for a while. I was so also like one of my all time favorite comedians is julie brown not not downtown julie brown julie brown with the red hair who was in earth girls are easy yeah she had her own tv show on mtv called just say julie huh and she was so funny but she was also really rock and roll yeah you know and she hated sheena easton and like (laughs) like with a passion you know but like she was so cool and she was so funny and i feel like god i mean i'd say that like my biggest influences were just like growing up as a kid like musical theater and mtv yeah And I feel like that's sure. Kind of who I am.
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) That absolutely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, musical theater, MTV, yoga, and Lord of the Rings. Like
0: put those in a pot and you get Emily (laughs) Shapiro.
1: (laughs) Very much so. Uh, I'll never forget. Um, uh, in that level one, like I was cleaning up because this is this back <laughs> like when we met at the theater. I think, you know what I'm about to tell. Uh, but, uh, we were, it was when we were meeting at the theater. We didn't have the training center yet. And, uh, I was like cleaning up after the class. And like, there's like a little like pouch that was like left behind. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, who's is this? And it just said FP on it. Uh and I was like, I don't F P it's no one in the and like opened it to see what was inside and it was just like a little piece of fabric. Like all like rolled up into a tube. Uh like a just a just a weird little piece of fabric. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, I brought it in the office, and uh, I think Rylan Morrison was working in the office at the time. She was like, oh, it's that uh, FP. It's that fairy princess who's in your class. <laughs> she, of course, she has, like, a little magical pouch uh, with just a, st- a strip of fabric that she, like, stole from a sailor or something. <laughs> and is using for magical charms. <laughs> Never, I don't think I've ever asked. But what the fuck was that? What was that for? I'm
0: crying. Okay, well, FP stands for Free People, which is a brand. I feel like I'm totally gonna just kill your ideas of me. I I should just keep it as fairy princess. (laughs) I think it was just attached to like the overalls that i was wearing sorry alex no that's fine i wish that there was magic in that pouch (laughs) i really do i could use i could use that pouch and that magic in that pouch right now yeah
1: yeah i mean the more the more especially the more i got to know you the more i could see you like like as smeagol just like stroking the fabric uh (laughs) huddled by a river somewhere
0: i am so creepy
1: (laughs) Uh, but sweet sweet
0: sweet sweetly. sweet but sad <laughs> yeah uh
1: which is definitely i think my favorite kind of character as well
0: thank you Alex. Oh, of
1: course uh well, i think that's a decent place to end uh this has been wonderful thank you so much for joining us Emily. thank you so
0: much for having me uh
1: and a huge thanks to grant goldberg our engineer as always uh and a big thanks to all of you for uh tuning your pods into this cast Uh, This has been the Magnet Theater Podcast. Uh, We will be back later with another person to talk to. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to the Magnet Podcast.